And welcome to the ninth episode of LMNLP, the number one podcast about the number one show, Elementary. Attack on Titan. Just kidding. It's My Hero Academia. Again. <laughs> Again. Still. Yeah. Attack on Titan is good and it's fine. It's whatever, but it's no My Hero Academia. Well, My Hero Academia is no Elementary, which is actually the number one TV show on television. Well, maybe CBS, but not the anime station. Mm. I think I saw my favorite tweet the other day, which was, it's only anime if it comes from the anime region of Japan. Otherwise, it's just sparkly cartoons. Yes. Good tweet. Elementary. Elementary. Today we are talking about season one, episode nine, You Do It to Yourself. Gross. Ew. Just kidding. Perverts. Yeah, you, you're perverts if you thought that that was what the episode is about. Yeah, we're not perverts though. No. We're just your hosts. Mm-hmm. I'm Alec, your side host slash side chick slash sidekick slash side of rice pilaf. Mmm. Mmm. A.K.A. Professor Poopy Pants. <laughs> what? It's from Captain Underpants. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, A.K.A. Traditional Chinese Herb Chambers. <laughs> Is that a car dealership outside of Massachusetts, or are we just going to look really weird? To- uh, um, I don't know. if it, I think it's at least a New England thing. Okay. Well, Her- Herb has all the cars. Mm-hmm. And all of the billboards that are just white with black lettering. Mm-hmm. Herb Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Herb. Herb. I always pronounce his name Herb. <laughs> Herb Chambers. It's it's actually Herb Cambers. Both H's are silent. <laughs> they shouldn't have put them in there. Herb Com- Herb Cambeau. Listen, he can afford them. His name is actually Herb Camp. He's French. <laughs> A lot of the letters are silent. Herb Camp. So anyway, we are watching. No, we are. We watched already. And now we are here with constructive, thoughtful analysis and criticism. Mm-hmm. And jokes about poopy. <laughs> and pee-pee. You know what I always am upset about is that you can call it poo and poop, but you can't call it peep. No one's stopping you. But if I, well, yeah, we started start off early with the peep and poop. I, don't throw me under the bus like that. I'm not. It was all you. What is this we nonsense? You were there also. I, I have no control over anything you say or do. Oh, are you saying you don't have control over your peep and poop? <laughs> this is a problem. You and your dirty, filthy mind. I need to get brainwashed. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Make sure you use soap. Yeah. <laughs> Wash in between all the wrinkles. Oh, God. That would take forever. <laughs> anyway. Do you think a brain massage, like washing it, would feel nice? No. It, you wouldn't feel like it anything. Went, I know. I know. Yes. You I know, know scientifically. That. Yeah. Your brain doesn't have any nerves. But rubbing a person's head feels nice. Yeah. So if you had a wrinkly head, probably feel pretty nice. Probably feel pretty nice. Thank you so much for listening to our speculation podcast about. Peep, poop, and brain wrinkles. Sham poop and sham peep. 
And we will see you all next week for our discussion about uh, whatever's in between your toes. Don't forget to send us... Whatever it is. It's not pretty. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> send us feet pics. <laughs> Let's talk about the McFreaking Elementary episode that we just watched. It's a good episode. Very good episode. Solid elementopy. I liked it. And I thought Sherlock looked real cute in it. Yeah. There were several things that I really liked about it. Mostly relationships. I really like mm-hmm. the the um, back and forth between Sherlock and, and uh, Detective Bell. Uh-huh. Um, that's a budding friendship that I like. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a Sherlock friendship, so it's going the way that Sherlock friendships go. Yeah, but it's going in the way of a Sherlock friendship, yeah. which is a big barrier from, from Sherlock acquaintanceship. Mm-hmm. Really great stuff with, with Sherlock and Watson, um, the two of them being... You know, lovely as always. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pushing some uh, detective work on Joan. Joan's going to be a detective if Sherlock has anything to say about it. She's 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 gonna. Yeah, and and then, and the other thing I liked about it was there there's no actors that I recognized. Yeah, so you don't know who did it. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. It was a, a mystery the the whole way along. I mean, I recognized them from the last time that I watched this episode. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a spoiler way. Right. Um, so, before we started watching it, we did read the synopsis and it said, Sherlock uses his trademark deductive skills to something, something. Solve the murder of a professor. Yeah. And you predicted that there was going to be either an affair or a carnival yeah. in this episode. There will be a fair or a carnival. Oh, <laughs> I see. A fair. The song repeats. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had nothing to add to that. I don't know what sounds Carnival makes. <laughs> carnival makes. Yeah. Like the cruise line. <laughs> Probably splashes. Oh, what water. <laughs> what water. Sounds of a off-brand Vegas performance. <laughs> anyway, so the show, the show episode, the t- television program program begins with the guy getting shot and he dies. Whoopies. Whoopies. And then it cuts to Sherlock in the kitchen and he looks like garbage. Yeah. I, I like this transition because the, the, the gunshot turned into thunder. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a thunderstorm going on outside the brownstone. And he's got a big um, comfy blanket over him. Mm-hmm. And Joan is like, oh, we should take your temperature again. And Sherlock is like, no need. It has gone down. One degree. My internal sensors have detected. Yeah. But it, this is, this is, I don't know if it's him just like knowing his body with his super brain. I am something. producing 3% less perspiration. Yeah. Perspiration. Perspiration. Typo. Sorry. <laughs> um, also, my blood type is type O. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he just took it while she was in the other room. Yeah. And then it's like, no need. We don't need to take it again because I've taken it. I bet Sherlock is like super efficient. So he always has two thermometers going at once. (laughs) (laughs) He just checks one end and then checks the other. Okay. But we would see it if he had one in his mouth. So where's the other one going? Just armpit? Pee hole. Ah! (laughs) No, I hate that. (laughs) God. Anyway, so he gets a text from Belle and Belle's like, hey, at a crime scene, thought of you, XX. Um, (laughs) Not really 
really, but... He, I think it's really cute that uh, Sherlock has um, his own ringtone for Marcus. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. It goes ding, because it's... <laughs> Just for like, Bell. Oh, it's Bell. Yeah. So, yeah, Marcus Bell, detective, calls him in, because he's like, I thought you might want to look at this crime scene um, before he leaves. Before he gets to... Before, <laughs> before, before, the, before the corpse gets before up Before he goes. has to dip, yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, that's before I knew that you were dying of being sick. Yeah. And Sherlock is like, don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm fine. I like this storyline because he's just sick. It's not like he, like, it, it connects with the mar- spoilers. It doesn't connect to the case at yeah, all. he's just... He just, like... Not feeling great. Yeah. And um, he goes to the murder scene anyway. Right away, Bell's like, you look terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, yeah, well, at least I have my eyes still burn to the dead guy <laughs> who's missing his eyes. He's been shot in both eyes. Yeah. Bell is like, yeah, tell me something I don't know. And Sherlock responds. Um, fun fact, did you know that a pig's orgasm can last up to 30 minutes? Imagine that, porking. (laughs) I'm removing you from... (laughs) Well, it's been fun. The lease. (laughs) (laughs) No! I have nowhere to live! (laughs) So Sherlock is like, hmm, allow me to deduce. And he goes and he looks at the guy's wrist and his tie and his behind his ears. He looks at his shoes. Looks at his shoes. Honestly, when, when you first go to emergency, shoes are something very important to look for because you can see the soul of the victim. Hey! <laughs> if you go to the ME right before they do the autopsy, you can see the soul of the victim leave the body because they take the shoes off to do the autopsy. Uh, you get it? Uh, send feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why people are so into feet. Because it's where the soul is? Yeah, they're like, people think that eyes are the window to the soul, but truly, it's the toes. How would toes be? So, he's Sherlock is like, all right, I'll tell you something you don't know. This guy is a professor of East Asia and studies, and he's been to Thailand in the last three weeks. <laughs> and Marcus is like, why'd you fart? And no. Sherlock's like, I'm sick. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but really it's because he's got, uh, you know, comfortable shoes, but not very comfortable shoes. So he, somewhere he's got to be on his feet, but also looking nice. And he's got a pointer for a board, blackboard. Like a, a laser pointer. Didn't he have like chalk on his hands or something? Yeah. Yeah. And the and the bracelet that he was wearing, uh, you get when entering um, a, a, a monk house. Mm-hmm. Monk house. Monk house. It's a Thai Buddhist monas- mon- monastery. 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 I, yeah. The reason I didn't say that was because I was going to say tapestry. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Bell is like, all right, so let's go around to the universities and see who's missing. And then Sherlock is like, actually, you should go to Garrison University and don't act- ask for Trent Anunzio because he's dead. It's like, damn, he figured it out just like that. Yeah. Sherlock's like, yeah, I'm fucking good at my job. Yeah, because I'm really, I'm, for. I'm really good at identifying specific colors. Because his tie was yellow and blue, which is... Garrison blue. Which is uh, Quinnipiac colors, but we use bobcat blue. And this was Garrison Blue. If you can hear some some th- throbbing beats in the background of our podcast, uh, sorry. That's city living, baby. <laughs> um, we do not have time to wait for them to stop because I'm sure most people don't listen to music for like 45 seconds and then turn it off. So That's an extreme workout. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Go, go, like, go, go, go. I'm going to extra samba for a minute. <laughs> and I'm going to rest for four hours. Um, so I'm going to try and remove that in post. But, um, you know, you might hear it. So it's just extra flavor. If you think about it. Yummy. So anyway, they go to... Um, oh, you also said that he had an aff- he was having an affair with a student mm-hmm. in your prediction. Yeah. Or a carnival. And so we go to his wife, the wife of the dead guy. And she's like, yes, we met in Beijing when he was teaching there. Ooh. So you're kind of correct. Mm. He was dating a student. And then now he's married to her. But did, I mean, did she ever say that she was his student? Yes. That he was there teaching her or that he was just there to teach. She did say I was his student. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm super smart. (laughs) Um, And then she's like, no, he didn't have any enemies. He was a normal person, which is, um, it's interesting. Not every episode has that, you know, of just like, I don't know why he was murdered. Yeah. He was just a dude. He was just a dude. But he did get murdered, so he must be a little bit unusual. I mean, or it was just a robbery gone bad. Mm-hmm. Too where, eye bad. Where the guy, yeah, too eye bad. Sherlock is like, I don't think that he's, I don't think this was a robbery gone bad because he's got, he got shot in each eye. That's very personal. That's somebody has a grudge or something. Somebody trying to send a message. So the wife says that, well, he's been working late a lot recently. Uh, He had a a late meeting, which, you know, people in TV shows don't know that they're in TV shows. But every time a wife is like, he's just been working late a lot recently. I'm like, do you, you don't hear how you sound? (laughs) Obviously, he's having an He's having a carnival, woman. (laughs) But actually, this guy isn't. Ooh. Spoilers for a couple minutes from now. What's he doing? We'll get to that. Okay. So, Joan gets a call in this uh, interview with the wife. It's from an, an, an old client. And she's like, hey, I need to, like, B-plot. Um... <laughs> real quick do you mind and Sherlock's like yeah no problem we'll keep you apprised via text he says it like that yeah it's 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 one syllable Sherlock (laughs) yeah but I don't think he knows that I like these moments of them like working out the like just like reminding you that like they have to be in contact all day yeah okay I'm gonna uh go here now for a couple hours is that okay will you be okay yeah I'll be okay I'm gonna smell your pee later She doesn't smell it. Well, I don't know that. I I don't know how she tests it. They show her testing it one time. Two times, actually. Mm. She, they, she never says, I'm not going to smell this. <laughs> yeah. So this podcast is getting to be something I'm, I, I'm not sure about. Ugh. Again, you start it. I'm 100% a follower. I here. am not the one that said, I'm going to smell your pee. Neither am I. It was Joan Watson. You're not looking me in the eyes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Sherlock and Joan go off to Trent Nunzio. He's just one of them, Trent Nunzio. Trent Nunzio's office. The TA lets them in. Trent Nunzio, the the now dead guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I probably didn't say that. No, no, I think you did. Um, But what you didn't say is Trent Nunzio, more like Trent Nunz's eyes. Is is none eye? He's no eyes. No eyes. It's true. He's been uh, he's been unnined. So anyway, the the um, the TA lets them into the office, and he's actually the head of their Eastern Asian Studies department. And um, they're like, huh? He's got a little tiny shitty office, just a little closet with his stuff in it. Yeah, and the in the office right across the hall is is super nice, beautiful, gorgeous, bigger. Nice, nice windows. Mm-hmm. Why would he have the pick of the litter? Why'd he pick the runt? Mm-hmm. And Sherlock's like, well, it's because he loves to Chinese gamble. 
<laughs> um, so he thinks that this guy has been at a Chinese gambling par- parlor because he picked Office 13. Because 13 is a lucky number in Chinese culture or Chinese gambling specifically. Mm-hmm. And 14 is bad luck, which is the one across the street. Yeah. And he's... Although I didn't... I don't know much about Chinese culture. I thought it was four. I thought the number four was was the bad luck, not specifically 14. But I don't know. Because I, I think the word four in in the Chinese language is similar to the word death. This is something we could Google. It is, but I'm not gonna. Maybe I'll Google this later and um, add in a little robot voice saying whether or not Alec was right. Alec is right about four. The show made up the thing about 13. So Sherlock thinks that he's been, he was at a Chinese, a Chinese, a shiny gambling partner. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock thinks that he was, that Trent Anunzio was at a Chinese gambling partner last night. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Bell is like, why do I keep saying that? And Bell is like, oh, I guess you want me to ask you how you know that. How do you know that? How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and Sherlock is like, I'm glad you asked. It was the 13s. You know, 13 is a good lucky number. His phone number ends in 1313. And he was there. He knows he was there last night because he was wearing red boxers. Mm. And red is a lucky color. Yep. Almost said number. And he smelled like cigarettes, but he doesn't smoke. So, then they go in his um, desk and they see a bunch of Mahjong tiles. And Sherlock is like, wait a minute. None of these Mahjong tiles are for matching pairs, which is what um, Mahjong tiles usually are in. It's all about. Yeah. And so, why would he only have one of each? And Bella's like, because they're not tiles, they're membership cards. He's so proud of himself. Bet you want He's wanted- like, oh, I know something the big Sherlock Holmes doesn't know. Yeah. Gain more confidence, Marcus. He's only four inches taller than you. <laughs> um, no. And then he's like, I bet you want to know how I know that. And Sherlock just, like, looks at him anticipatorily, but doesn't say anything. Yeah. And Marcus is like, fine. Fine, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> tell you. <laughs> so, it's, it's just like how um, uh, other gambling places will give you custom chips, custom poker chips. And so, he's like, we can... My gambling place only lets you in with Doritos. <laughs> I saw an ad for Doritos today that was like, this is an ad for those chips. We don't even have to say the brand. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck chips they're talking about. <laughs> and then they were like, those iconic red and blue bags. And I was like, oh shit, I do know what chip they're talking about. <laughs> I love Ruffles. <laughs> no. Oh. So they're going to look for um, Mahjong parlors and joan visits her client her old client liam and he's like listen i've been framed people say i did a hit and run last night but i didn't but i don't remember because i was blacked out and joan's like well why do they think it was you and he's like well because they have a picture of my car with a license plate yeah just because it was my car yeah the car that belongs to me yeah this doesn't mean i was driving it just because i know i'm the only person that drives it could have been anyone. And Joan is like, wow, cool. Bye. I'm not helping you. <laughs> um, because, you know, he was like, she's like, you were blackout. Maybe you did do it. You don't know. And he's like, you know me. I leave my keys in my car all the time. I'm an idiot. She's like, goodbye. And he's like, oh, do you treat all the guys that you slept with like this or just me? What? Ugh. Hey, do you exposition or is it just me? <laughs> and Joan is like, just you. 
Bye. Because he asked her to put in a good word with the DA, and she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, she has a friend in the DA's office now? What? Yeah, that's a good point. They don't, we don't know who that is. She never mentions it again. No. It doesn't matter. I bet Belle could get into the DA's office. Probably. Especially that one DA. Oh, yeah. Right? You can get in her office anytime. No, don't say it like that. He can get in okay. her uh, office. Let's just not say it. Six. <laughs> so, Joan rejoins the boys. The squad, Sherlock and Bell. Bell is like, thank God you're here. He was dictating a monograph about how tides affect crime rates in the car the entire time. Which, you know, makes sense. How? Well, tides are connected to the faces of the moon um, because the moon uh, you know, pulls on the water. And humans are made of 60% water, so the moon affects humans um, just like the tides. Is that why we all also, slowly sway from one side to the other? Mm-hmm. Also, when the tides are high, that means there's less land. Um, so people fight more because there's uh, less land for them uh, to have of their own. Well, the tide is high, but I'm moving on. I'm going to be your number one. I don't know this joke. This song. Is high, but I'm moving on. I I'm gonna be moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So, um, <laughs> they're back together. The gang's back together. Sherlock is like, we have looked at two gambling parlors so far, and they were not it. So, this is number three out of three. You're just in time. And they go in, and. Darn it, freaking everybody in there only speaks Mandarin. What are the chances? Which, it's because they do crime and they're stonewalling Bell, but also Sherlock and Joan speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Like, why Why is this an, an issue? It's not. It was, it's not. It's not. But anyway, Sherlock is like, well, that's actually incorrect because you do speak English because you're wearing nice shoes even though you look like the janitor. Because there's this old guy and he's, you know mopping, but Sherlock's like, you're wearing Italian loafers. Like, you're not the janitor, you're the owner. That means you have to speak English so you can talk to suppliers and stuff. Why don't you just talk to in- talk to English with us <laughs> of the detectives? And we'll also try English. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's right, of course. Sherlock is like, you put bleach on this all over this section of the floor. Why? And the owner's like, oh, drunk guy threw up. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, he threw up this whole area and also so forcefully that you had to replaster the wall. <laughs> yeah. And the owner's like, yeah, yeah, you can't prove otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Projectile. Yeah. You don't know. He ate a, he ate a bunch of butt nuts and bolts. <laughs> um, and Sherlock is like, fine, let's just look at the, the camera footage. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, that smoke detector over the hibachi grill doesn't make sense. <laughs> I love it. He, he points it out and, and Bell's like... Oh, God. Sherlock's lost it. <laughs> yeah. Bella's the, the like, fever, hallucinating. The fever has taken over. <laughs> it's like, buddy, that's a smoke detector, not a camera. Yeah. And he's like, I subscribe to a lot of security, personal security magazine catalogs, and I recognize the make and model. And also having a smoke detector over a grill. Couldn't be stupider. Not smart. Yeah. So they watch the footage. And there's this guy that enters the parlor, uh, you know, last night, and he's got a, a balaclava on, and he's like, everybody give me your money, put your walls in this bag, I'm gonna shoot you. And Everyone's then, freaking out, mm-hmm. except for Professor Poopy Pants, mm-hmm. who looks kind of calm, hmm. and not super surprised, and then the robber walks up to him and 
And blam, Mar- blam. <laughs> Marcus is like, Joan, you might not want to watch this. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and then he shoots the guy in the face twice. And Joan is like, oh, my goodness. Right. And I'm just like, what were we expecting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the guy that we saw who was shot in the head. So. <laughs> we we know that we have a victim with uh, two gunshot wounds to the head. Um, and here we see a gunman. Because, yeah, they saw a corpse. With two gun holes in his face, and then the video is of a guy getting shot in the face with two gun- with a gun twice. You don't have to be a, a super deductionist to figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah, but I think it, I think it is different to see it and to see the aftermath. Yeah, but it's just funny because it's not like Joan didn't see the aftermath. So then Sherlock is like, okay, so now let's look at the other video that shows his face, and they're like, what? How do you? What? Why do you think that that would be? true and he's like well the hallway we had to walk down to get in here is really long and if the guy had walked down that hallway wearing his balaclava then the guard would have you know uh, like this is weird that this guy is just walking in with a mask on his face right this isn't normal yeah and the guy's like i have a skin condition (laughs) um i'm ugly yeah (laughs) i just wear the mask because i'm ugly um before i wore the mask no (laughs) one cared that i was ugly (laughs) um and of course he's right again um so they they do have entrance video and entrance surveillance camera footage to see and there's a guy and he's got his head uncovered and guess who it is who it's a dude (gasps) oh my gosh yeah a guy oh no it's not somebody we've met already but yeah so it's it's a full you know it's a full shot of the guy's face so they're at the the police station trying to i remember the word this time (laughs) good job and sherlock is looking through mug shots to identify you know find a match for the guy in the video and joan is like shouldn't you be looking at that for more than four seconds and he's like scientifically no so joan is like okay well here's a cup of liquid for you. And Sherlock takes a sip and he's like, Bleh. What is this hot water? Yucky! And Joan is like, well, you asked for coffee, but you got tea. And Sherlock says, I'm British. This is not tea. And just <laughs> the gall. The audacity. The audacity of this the British nerve. man. nerve. I mean, so, like, Joan is American, but she's Chinese also. And for a British guy to say to a Chinese person, this is not tea. Just... Sir. Sir. Mr. Colonizer, sir. <laughs> Mr. Iser. Colin Iser. Nice. Yeah, that's my new spy name. Colin Iser. Colin Iser. It's actually a kind of a cool name. I mean, Iser is a cool last name, I think. Yeah. But well, anyway, so Joan is like, well, when I when we were in Chinatown, I bought some herbs to um, make this tea that my mom always used to make when I was sick. And Sherlock's like, um, I like science sweaty, so I don't really <laughs> want to drink this. And Joan is like, it's used, it's been scientifically proven to increase something something and something 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 and more vasodilated erections <laughs> and, <laughs> and Sherlock being the teenage boy that he is it's like oh yeah was that scientifically proven by your mother <laughs> your mom you, give guys big boners your mom knows about boners <laughs> got them so while they were at the the gambling parlor um Sherlock is like hey so how did the how did it go with your um ex-client and Joan is like it's personal and he's like can I help and she's like no well, anyway, here's what he was accused of, and this is what he did. So, now that they're at the police station, Sherlock is like,
like, here, Joan, um, I got the arrest record, or I got the, the got the file on the crime that uh, Liam is accused of having done. Mm-hmm. And Joan was like, I didn't even tell you his name. And he's like, yeah, but you told me, you know, when and where it happened, what it was, that it happened to a lady and not a guy. So, of and course- And you know I'm super smart computer. Yeah. You knew even deep down that- I'd figure all this out. Yeah. But here's the twist rooney I just got the file. I didn't even crack it open. I didn't look at it. I haven't even looked at it. Just got it for you. I'm not Happy doing, birthday. I'm not doing detective <laughs> If you decide you want to do detectiving to this case, that's up to you. Feel free. And so Jer- Jerlock, the fuck? <laughs> so Joan, she's like, hmm. But she does eventually take the file. But first, Marcus says, hey, I found a match for our guy. And uh, it's this guy, Raul Ramirez, and he's got a record and, you know, there he is. And so this episode, we got him 16 minutes in. Um, The episode's over. So now it's time. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Now it's time for the um, friendship. 20 seconds of character development. Short episode this week. Short, short, short episode. Just kidding. But they did find the guy. So they're talking to him and they're like, we have all this shit that we found on you. Like, um... Trent Nunzio's, um, Mr. Nunz's, um, eye blood. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, but just his blood and you got his wallet and these Mahjong tiles and all this money. And Raul Ramirez is like, you got me. You mind if I, y'all mind if I roll? Uh, he's like, you got me, but what if I could get you someone better? Yeah. And they're like, who? And he's like, Osama Bin Laden. Just kidding. But- The guy that hired me. He's like, I can tell you who hired me. And they're like, who? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) He's like, a a guy on a phone. A guy on a phone. Yeah. (laughs) So that's enough, right? Yeah. So this guy slipped money under um, Raul Ramirez's door, $1,000, and then called his phone with a burner phone to be like, you got to kill Trent on the VO, you'll get nine more thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, he was like, even when we talked, the guy's uh, voice was distorted. Mm-hmm. And I think Val and I both at the same time were like, maybe that's just his voice. Maybe that's just his voice. The I way- want you to hire a hitman. Yeah. <laughs> he just, we, they find him and, and they're like, haha, we got you. And he's like, oh no, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I have paid busted. How did you know I hired a hitman? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's interesting. And he also says, oh, I was supposed to do it tomorrow night by the parking lot, but I've been trailing him for a couple days and I found that he went to this gambling parlor. So I was like, why don't I do a robbery also? Because that's money. Two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. Look at me being a smart guy. Lots of rocks for me, aka diamonds from buying with money that I have. You know what I mean? No one does. Okay. So they look at the photos that somebody sent Raul of Mr. Nunn's, and they notice, Jonah's like, there's an odd rectangle in this photo. And Sherlock is like, I must really be sick. I can't believe I didn't notice that. This is a reflection of a little square or something. That means this is a photo of a photo from Raul's, from from Trent Nunzio's office. Oh. And uh, so they're like, okay, so it's got to be somebody with with access to his office. And then Sherlock is like, ho, 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 ho. Access to his office and wants him killed? (laughs) I know a guy. I know a guy. So they go to the TA that they had talked to. Brendan O'Brendan. O'Brien. Brian O'Brien. Brendan O'Brien. Brian O'Brendan. 
Captain No Captain. So they go to this guy's apartment and he is like, I would not kill this guy, even though he sabotaged my, you know, my academic career, I would write a strongly worded letter. And that's exactly what I was in the process of doing. And they're like, interesting. Um, there's a burner phone under your bed. Tucked away under your pillow with a couple loose baby teeth. (laughs) And they're like, interesting that this is the burner phone that was used to call Raul Ramirez. Um, and the TA is like, wow, um, you got me. I did it. Well, yeah, but but Sherlock is first, like, talking to Captain, and he's like, I don't think this guy's guilty. I don't think he's going to confess. There are things that don't line up. And then they're like, hey, this guy confessed. Yeah, because he's like, why would he, if he was going to get a burner phone, why wouldn't he throw it out? Because that's the whole point of having a burner phone is to burn it. Or if you're Gus from Breaking Bad, snap it in half and throw it in the trash can. (laughs) Then, But then he confesses, and Captain is like, guess he's stupid. Thank God for stupid people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be single. Hey. <laughs> so when he's being accused, also, um, Brandon goes, this is Kafka-esque. <laughs> and I still, I have heard so many TV shows talk and describe things as Kafka-esque. I still don't know what it means. No, neither do I. The yeah. way you laughed at it, I was like, oh, um, cool. They understand this reference. No, yeah. It was just that it's a silly kind of word to use. It's such an academic word. Also, Sherlock is feeling a little better. Um, the tea, perhaps, is working. Ooh. Oh. And so now they're at the brownstone, and Sherlock is watching the confession tape. And it's like, so, Mr. O'Brien, you called Ramirez with the burner phone? And he's like, yes, I'm Mr. O'Brien, and I called Ramirez with the burner phone. And they're like, and this was on the 12th? And he's like, yes, it was on the 12th. And Sherlock's like, this is dumb. He's not saying anything. He's not adding any information at all. He's just rephrasing questions that were asked. And he's like, so, Mr. O'Brien, did you create a, did you first construct a giant robot to kill Trent Nunzio? Yes, I first constructed a giant <laughs> robot to kill Trent Nunzio. Mr. O'Brien, is it uh, true that you're a, a silly little goose who loves to murder? Yes, I'm a silly little goose who loves to murder. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this is a real thing real cops do. Okay, I thought you were going to say something else funny. Nope. Okay. There, nothing funny about um, forcing suspects to confess to stuff that they didn't do. But this isn't a, a forced confe- confession. It's just a false one. Yeah, I mean, yes. In this case. Uh, yeah. I know it's reminding you of things that suck and are real. Um, but what if they said, but Mr. O'Brien, do you think I look handsome? And he said, yes, I think you look handsome. Uh, you're like, well... <laughs> that would be the one thing where he yeah, would be like... Yeah, he's like, uh, listen, I'm all for confessing to crimes I didn't do, uh, but I'm not going to lie just to stroke your ego, sir. <laughs> so, Sherlock is like, this confession is so fake, obviously. Um, and he's got all this info about, about Brian, about Brandon. And he's like, including the fact that he downloaded a bunch of shitty music. <laughs> um, and he actually says like, yeah, he has over a hundred music downloads just this month, almost exclusively bad. <laughs> yeah, just a funny detail. So Joan says to Sherlock, hey, I want to talk about Liam. And Sherlock's like, oh, really? Did you detect some things in his case? Did you deduce some things? Did you do some detective work? Did you detect something? Perhaps? Maybe? And she's like, yeah, check this out. Because Liam's car is like totally crunch-a-munched. It's totally messed up from the crash. But he didn't have a scratch on him. 
And so, you know, suspicious. Yes, suspicious. <laughs> and there's been a bunch of joyrides in the neighborhood that his car was in. But usually the joyrides take anything valuable from the cars and um, sell them. Petty theft. You know, joyriding's not good enough. So you get a petty theft as well. The Sherlock is like, well, again, though, nothing's missing from this guy's car. And jo- Joan is like, well, actually, um, I gave him a-, a present for Christmas a few years ago that looked like a little watch on it that he wore on his keychain that, you know, looked expensive, but it wasn't. Maybe they took that. <laughs> it was it was wicked cheap. It was a cr- super crappy gift that I gave him. Yeah. But it looked nice. It looked nice. I tried to fool him and it worked. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, yeah, or maybe he just didn't have it on his keychain anymore. Or he, he, I think he says, like, maybe he pawned it off. Yeah, maybe he pawned it. And I just it. want to be like, Sherlock, she just said that it's worthless. <laughs> like. But even things that are worthless are, can be worth, like, a buck, mm. you know? And then he's like, hey, wait a minute. Are you, did you, did you sleep with this guy? Is that why you, th- you care so much about him and you think that he's going to care, care about a present you gave him a couple of years ago? Yeah, and you gave him a. A fake nice present. Yeah. Um, and Joan's like, shut up. I don't want to talk about it. It's not your, not your business. I don't want to talk about it. And <laughs> I like to think that Sherlock is asking this. Um, or Because what he actually asks is, how long was your sober companion before you slept with him? Mm-hmm. And I like to think that Sherlock asks this to be like, am I out of the danger zone yet? Or like, <laughs> should I still be <laughs> warding off your advances as much as possible? Don't have to stay on guard. Yeah. Don't like, don't flatten yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so they figure out the mystery of why, um, well, they don't figure out the mystery of why Brendan has terrible taste in music, but they figure out where the music is going, why he's downloading them. And it's because he was making mixtapes for June. Mrs. Annunzio. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out June has terrible taste in music. <laughs> or, you know, maybe she's being introduced to all of this music. So now she thinks that all American music is bad. Well, isn't it? <laughs> all music is bad. Amab. Nope. Amib. I was thinking of ACAB, but music, but then Amab is already a thing. All music are bad. Yeah. I don't think that that, I, I think we can keep it what it originally means. Mm. I don't know that all music are bad is a strong enough truth to... I don't know. That's what I'm sticking with. All right. This is my hill and I'll die on it. Please don't. Too late. Okay. Rest in peace. Anyway, so Mrs. Annunzio, they're like, so he must think that you did it and that you that, that you arranged to have Mr. Annunzio killed and you left the cell phone at his place either to frame him or by accident and he is just willing to go along with it take the fall for you either way he's so in love with you mm-hmm. he's just willing to risk it all mm-hmm. alec if you thought i killed some somebody and i was trying to frame you would you be mad i'm throwing you under the bus as soon as i can oh okay don't worry about it <laughs> um i'll try to frame you right back Ugh. I'll kill my own person just to frame you. How dare you? So she's like, okay, you know about my affair. Um, But here's the thing. The reason I was having an affair was because Trent promised to marry me when we got back to America so I could get my green card, but then he didn't marry me. Turns out that Professor Trent Annunzio is an asshole. He's a, a... a Duncio. No. What's the word for really bad person that sounds like Annunzio? Uh, archipelago. Archipelago. Archipelago? God bless you. You can't just say that every time I say a word you don't understand. God bless you. 
Wait, I said I don't understand. Oh my god. We're stupid. God bless me. But anyway, he, yeah, he was he was a bad dude. And he was using the fact that she was there, you know, she was undocumented. She didn't have a green card in America to abuse her and mm-hmm. make her do horrible things and beat her and stuff. And and she's like, I didn't kill him. But I'm sure shit, not sad he's dead. Yeah, yeah. What does she think happen- happened? I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, but, but she has proof of, of this mm-hmm. because he's been videotaping it all right and so she pulls it up on his computer but the file the folders are empty Mm. and she's like no i know it was right here and this is a really sad scene i mean the the actress in this scene is really doing a good job and yeah and also this is a moment where they they show sherlock like feeling really bad for this woman and he keeps asking her things like okay but why should we believe you and like you already told us that you lied to us once and stuff but he's saying it in a really like soft kind of caring way i feel like like Mm. i feel like he's trying to be thorough so that she can't be um refuted but he's not saying it because he doesn't believe her he's just saying it to be like can you can you show us something to back this up yeah which i i really thought i thought was nice to see i mean he might be kind of you know a jerk around people that he likes or you know (laughs) he might he might not um ask bell how he knows things <laughs> even though he loves to be asked how he knows things but you know he's not a total he's not just like ugh, this puzzle isn't going the way i wanted it to you know he yeah he definitely sees the human side of a lot of the stuff yeah he sees you know the human side of the moon because that's the side that faces us because it has a face on it it's it's just a moon. Man and the moon. There's no actual face. It's a face. It that's like that's a just face. your monkey brain wanting to put faces on things. <laughs> <laughs> moon face. So now Joan goes to Rikers and visits Liam. And she's like, here's the pictures from the inside of your car. Is anything out of place or anything? Anything strange at all? Anything? What do you think? Do you notice anything unusual you about your car? Is the keychain normal? Um, she doesn't say that last part, but she, yeah, she's like, what do you notice? And then he's like flipping through and he's like, oh, the keychain you gave me a couple of years ago for Christmas. It's gone. It's missing. And she's like, you did keep it. Oh my God. And then they fall in love and they get married. No. Oh. That's not what happens. No. And, uh, he's like, Joni, I'm sorry. And she's like, yeah, you're sorry. You wake up in the middle of the night crying about it. You wish you <laughs> could change everything. Like you've said this a million times. Just stop apologizing. She's like, look at this. Of course you're sorry. <laughs> this being me. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, when I put my hair up or when I leave it down, it's a draw. <laughs> and she's like, I know you mean it. Like, I know you're not just saying it to say it, but changed actions are the best apology. Action, speak louder. Action. That was a lot of spit. Yeah, it's in my eye. No, it's not. Oh. Don't lie. It's, just, it's in both eyes. <laughs> These are audio listeners. They won't know that you're lying. I'm blind because you just <laughs> spat in my eye. <laughs> I'm not. This is the truth. They can't see anything. Who's right, listeners? You'll never know. So anyway, so then she goes home and Sherlock is on the floor with computer parts just spread out in front of him. He's sitting crisscross applesauce. I just imagined the the computer parts are literally all around him. He's turning himself into a computer man. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so Jonah's like, what you doing? And Sherlock's like, I'm looking to see how somebody erased these videos from Anunzio's computer. By the way, this is Anunzio's computer. I'm, I'm borrowing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, I was wrong about the wife. She didn't, she didn't arrange to have him killed. Because if she was going to, you know, why delete the photo, the video evidence of him being horrible? I mean, that's like a great self-defense argument. Yeah. And now, uh, and he's feeling bad because she is in ICE uh, custody, mm-hmm. as they say. Mm-hmm. This is, this is just a Sherlock thing where they, they're like, oh, it's an acronym. We have to spell out the letters. Mm-hmm. You can't can't say the word that it is. Nope. I mean, I see he was only like eight years old at this point, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but the weird thing is when they talk about themselves, they, they call themselves nippied for New York Police Department. That's just because they're proud of their nips. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze, it's the nippied. You got nipped. <laughs> you got neeped. Niped. Neeped. 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 <laughs> yeah, he actually says immigration and customs customs enforcement. Okay, but at some point during this People episode, say ICE. Gregson calls it ICE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, we never talk about customs enforcement, huh? I feel like ICE is pretty, pretty occupied. They really focus a lot on the eye. <laughs> Can't, shouldn't you be sending back mangoes that, like, could have bugs in them? Something, you know? We got more important issues than mango bugs. No, we don't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> mango bugs are scary. <laughs> they're so big. I don't know anything about the bugs that mangoes you don't want bring into to. the country. Yeah, or we could abolish the agency altogether and let the mango flies free. Uh huh. And also the other thing, the tarantulas in the banana boxes. <laughs> uh, anyway, abolish race. So then Sherlock asks Joan if she'll make him some more tea, and he's like, "The tea is correlating positively with my recovery. <laughs> it's working. It is. The tea is working, and he likes it." I'm not going to come out and, and, and flat out say you were right about this tea, but mm-hmm. can I have some white, please? <laughs> so, they're drinking the tea, I think. And Jonas explains to Sherlock, yeah, you know, Liam was carjacked. And also, he's not an ex-client. He's just an ex. They were together. So, she's like, yeah, you know, we, he was my boyfriend and he started using and I staged an intervention for him. And I, I helped him try and get back on the horse or off the what? No, get on the wagon. Yeah, get back on the wagon. Get back on the wagon. Yeah. That whole situation, that that thing. And um, and then she did that so much with him that when she left medicine, being a sober companion just made sense because she had so much practice, basically. Yeah. So now Sherlock explains some things that the ME found hmm. in um, Anunzio's stomach contents, which are some kind of herb, herb and root something. And they look up what the medicinal usage of these Chinese herbs and roots are. And it's for eye pain. Hmm. And then Sherlock is like... But he had really bad eye pain after he was shot in both eyes. Yeah. Which is kind of the wrong order. You know, Maybe. it's too late to yeah. take the tea at that point. But Sherlock is like, ha ha. Oh, and... <laughs> this thing about his eyes also leads Joan to remember that she saw a picture of Anunzio with his students. And all the students had red eye, except Anunzio didn't. Mm. And she's like, could be nothing. Or it could be melanoma covering his retina. And Sherlock is like, that's fascinating. Let's go to the captain's parlor. <laughs> so it's time to reveal things because the, he figured out who the killer was. Yeah, we can't just let him go. Right. We gotta get him. So they go to the parlor room, aka captain's office, to do a parlor room reveal to captain because the killer is dead. What? 
The guy who hired Raul Ramirez to kill Anunzio? Yeah. Anunzio? Yeah. Yeah, Anunzio died. Anunzio! Anunzio died, yeah, I know. Because he was hired by Anunzio! He was- What? Anunzio! He did it to himself? He did it to himself. You do it to yourself. Title of the episode. The title is... Why don't they just title it, You Hired Your Own Hitman? Yeah, they should. These episode <laughs> titles are very, they're huge spoilers if you've seen the episode, and if you haven't, then they're not. But it's really weird. It's a weird way to title things. Hmm. Like, Bang Bang Shoot Shoot is about a parachute getting shot, and you learn, like, within the fi- first five minutes of the episode that there's a parachute with yeah, gun but, holes in but, it. But uh, Sherlock Holmes has always been like that. If you go back to the original story, The Lady in Pink, it's uh-huh. about a lady in pink. There's The Hounds of Bakersfield, which is about... Baskerville? Uh, the Hounds of um, Bakertown. But but that's the thing, is the... the, the the books aren't called The Butler. <laughs> and then it's like 200 pages about yeah. a random guy who got killed. And at the end, you learn it's The Butler. That's what I'm saying is like the later I, yeah, seasons. I, I know. You're, you're 100% right. The later seasons episodes are, are better named. Especially that one. That one. That one in the final season. Mm-hmm. That kind of, that shit kind of ruled. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing the parlor room reveal sort of i mean the, it, he's just explaining what they think happened and so he's like he anuncio had eye pain because he had horrible eye cancer mm-hmm. he saw a doctor and the doctor said you have eye cancer it's untreatable and horrible and fatal and Nunzio sorry said, yeah and Nunzio said thanks great uh i'm gonna use this as an opportunity to frame my cheating wife <sighs> who i treat like shit so he he arranged to have him get murdered, have himself be murdered, and that's why he got the shot in both eyes, so it would get rid of the evidence of him dying. Yeah. And he didn't want people to know that he was dying and then try to like figure this out. He just wanted everything to point at O'Brien. Right. That's which why, backfired. Which is why he, he hired the guy that lived close to O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he uh, wrote that nasty letter that was like, I'm, you're never going to get hired by any other teacher ever mm-hmm. again. So that Brian, O'Brien. So that O'Brien would be like, I hate this dude. Have, possibly have motive. Mm-hmm. He threw the burner phone in the, the guy's bedroom. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Raul Ramirez got all excited to do a robbery. Mm. So it, there was that one piece of evidence that didn't lead up to, didn't lead back to to Brendan O'Brien. To Brian O'Brien. <laughs> to Brendan to Brendan. So it took them a little longer to figure that out. And Joan also explains how he planted the evidence. I just took a note of that. Hmm. She also pipes up. Um, so, but then, but then the captain is like, well, his plan worked then. There's no evidence because that theory fits, but there's nothing to point to Anunzio being the guy and not Bri- O'Brien. Yeah, I mean, we literally have a confession mm-hmm. from O'Brien. Right. And now that we know that Mrs. Anunzio was actually, was actually never married to an American citizen, deportation uh, proceedings have already begun for her. And so, womp. Womp womp. Fucking sucks. Because they, like, got him, but they didn't get him. They figured out who it was, but they didn't get him. Yeah. So, Sherlock and Joan go back to the Brownstone. And Joan and Sherlock go back to the Brownsterlock. And Joan is going to take a shower. Um, she opens the bathroom door, and Sherlock is just sitting on the toilet, um, fully clothed, not, and looking at all the evidence that he's put up in the bathroom. Just surrounded everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love that he does this, because 
every episode, he's like, I needed a new way to look at the evidence. I needed a new thing to jog my brain. <laughs> so he's always doing weird stuff like this. But now she's like, okay, but I wanted to take a shower. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Go for it. Go. I'm, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> And she's like, why don't I help you solve this case? Why don't I look at this evidence with you? The thing that they're like really, that they're trying to figure out is Joan is like, how do you find a contract killer near you? You just open up your window and goes, who, who wants to kill people for money? Right. Whoever yells back like, me. <laughs> That's our guy. And, um, and Sherlock is like, oh, you can't go on Craigslist, but you can go on a different kind of list. And he pulls out his Microsoft Surface with the keyboard that you can attach and go pulls up Bing.com to search new... Product placement. Yeah, the product placement is very... <laughs> Dear Bing, what is product placement? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it worked. I fucking remember the name of the thing that he uses. <laughs> um, but uh, so they, they look up the sex register, re sex offender registry, because Raul Anunzio had previous arrests for rape and something else. Right. And they, basically, they say there's no just list of, of killers because, you know, those people are typically in jail. Mm -hmm. But... But people who do other horrible violent offenses... Might do stuff for money. They don't exactly have morals. And you can search by location. So they literally, they put in Brendan O'Brien's... And up, out pops this list. And right at the top is Raul Ramirez. But more at the top <laughs> is a different guy um, named Donkey Kong. I think his name is Dennis Kaminsky, but I only wrote it as DK. So I don't know. Probably Donkey Kong. It's then. probably Donkey Kong, which is unfortunate for the real Donkey Kong that this guy is also named Donkey Kong. Dongus Kongus. Dongus Kongus. <laughs> no. That's too flattering of a name for this horrible man. So they look up this guy. He's got, uh, he's been arrested for um, a couple of violent things and also for um, putting cameras up in women's bathrooms. And Joan is like, wait, this guy lives in Brendan O'Brien's building. Why wouldn't he have gone to that guy first? Yeah. Trent Anunzio, if he's trying to frame Brendan. And Sherlock says, who said he doesn't? Didn't dude who did? Who may, maybe he did. You want to try that again? He said, maybe, maybe he did do that. Who says he didn't? Who said the dip it? Is what Sherlock says. Yeah. So, yeah. This is Joey learning French in Friends. <laughs> also of note in this scene, Sherlock is wearing a shirt that's for the... It's got the logo of the card company, B. Hmm. But it does... It's got this, like, big design of it, and at the top it just says, B. B. In quotes. So, I like to think that Sherlock was out clothing shopping, and he saw that shirt, and he was like... I like bees. <laughs> um, it's a cute shirt, as well. Uh, so, now, we potentially got him. But first, uh, Joan goes to visit Liam, and he's like, I'll do it, Joan. I'll get clean for you. And she's like, you're not supposed to do it for me. You're supposed to do it for you. But I have a friend who runs the clinic on 59th Street. So if I call her right now, she'll, you know, she'll um, give you a, she'll leave you a spot. And Liam is going to get out of jail because they found the, the carjacker. Right. But she's like, you, you got to do this. You, you got to go. I won't be there. I'm not going to hold your hand. You got you to do this yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they, they do got him, Anunzio that is, because DK guy, they go to him and he, you know, is a pervert with cameras. And he also had put up a camera in his own hallway. 
So after the first time that Anunzio gave him a envelope of money that said, please kill someone for me, um, Dongus was like, I'll need another thousand before I even consider it. And then he put up a camera. Yeah, and then, well, because he thought he was trying to be entrapped by the police. Yeah. Which is fair, fair, fair enough. Um, and then, uh, so he puts up a camera in the hallway and they get a perfect shot of Anunzio putting the, the other envelope. Oh, dang. We Un- got him. Got him. So, um, Brendan is free. And Sherlock, they're telling, um, they're telling Mrs. Anunzio about this. They're telling June. She's not Mrs. Anunzio. She never will be. Yay. <laughs> so they're telling June this and they're like, you know, it's great that Brendan is, um, free but that doesn't make you any more of a citizen or does it or maybe because if you get married you guys like each other you like each other you like each other and brendan is like well this isn't how i planned it but yeah i mean you want to marry me and june's like hey after that uh mixtape you made me how can i say no (laughs) she has the biggest smile on her face yeah it's super it's really really nice they're they're gonna be okay so the crime solving is done Yay. It's time for our very bittersweet 20 seconds of friendship. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, friendship takes you through the ups and downs of life. You're right. That's true. That's why it's a ship. Because it's riding the waves of... Nope. Just what I said. Okay. So, Joan is at the clinic. And um, you notice something in this scene. Yeah, I, I, don't, go back I don't know if this was on purpose or if this was a mistake. But because it it, it it almost looked, it, it's a shot of Joan inside the clinic, and and she's sat in front of a window, and behind the window leads out to the street, um, and and they show the window first because you can see that it says like 59th Street Clinic, yeah, and then it shows the inside shot of, of Joan. And if you and if you look just at the window during the shot, you see somebody take like two steps into frame. And then, like, turn around and, like, bolt off. It's Sherlock. I, I know it's Sherlock, but, like, I don't know if... I think that's Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> like, I think he's, like, waiting to, to go in to the to the shot, and, and he takes a couple steps, and he realizes that he's in frame. And he, he takes a, a couple quick steps back to get to get out of the, the camera. That's what it looked like to me. Oh, my God. It looked like somebody made a mistake. It's so funny. But then he comes he comes walking into, into yeah. the clinic, and, and he sits down next to Joan. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're waiting for Liam, and Joan is like, you don't have to be here. And Sherlock is like, yeah, I do. And Joan is like, you, if you have somewhere else, you have to be. And he goes, not tonight, Watson. Not tonight. And they just kind of sit solemnly next to each other while they wait. And she's like, I don't think he's going to show. And Sherlock is like... But here you sit. Hmm. I don't know if I said that out of order or what, but yeah. yeah. And then he's just sitting there. And I'm just like, mm. yeah, it's sweet. It's nice. Yeah. I really wanted them to hold hands, but they're not that good of friends yet. It's season one, dude. Hold your horses. Yeah, I know. Jeez. They also like never do. So I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> but so that's episode. That's the whole episode. There it is. Episode nine. I forgot to ask for questions on Twitter, so we don't have any. Well, I have one for you. Okay. If uh, an octopus uh, were uh, to, f- um, and it had, do you have you ever but, so far been? If, um, if 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 the clouds dream to if you could s- uh, sky touch, would you imagine what is touched this? Imagine sky? all the people. NASA people. <laughs> NASA people. <laughs> Listeners, I showed Nanoland Garden scene 
to Alec the other week, and it was great to revisit for me and a lovely discovery for him. Not a model. This is a model. <laughs> and another model. <laughs> and a cushy awesome. Anyway, I could do that whole I could do that whole scene just um, by myself. Um, we will tweet that from the Twitter Great. so that you can all watch that very important supplemental uh, viewing <laughs> if you're going to be a fan of elementary. <laughs> it's true. You need to know. And you will find that tweet on our Twitter, which is LMNOPcast at Twitter. Twitter.com slash LMNOPcast. Our pinned tweet right now is also our Discord, which you should join. It's, we've got some fun little emoji of Sherlock being happy and grumpy and um, showing off his bowl, <laughs> his cereal bowl. And um, we got to get some for Joan too. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what funny faces Joan makes, but I'm sure she makes some good ones. We'll find some for her. I am Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub The second B um, in Flight Cub stands for Bonky Kong. (laughs) Bonky. And I'm Alec. You can find me in your dreams. Just lurking. Oh. Not watching. Not really interacting. Just there. Hmm. Will you have your own face? Sometimes. Sometimes it's half mine, half who knows what. Hmm. Dreams are magical. Dreams are terrifying. Dreams are made of... Wait. (laughs) You can't really start that that line there. Uh, our intro song was made by Noah Geist, aka Owl Dude, on Twitter. Um, pod art by Summer Geist at Stellar Ghost on Twitter. Thank you to NoiseSpace.xyz, our network, where you can listen to such podcasts as this one and Zero to Zero. Yeah. Uh, a podcast about uh, numbers. No, 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 no. It's a podcast about who wants to be a superhero. A terrible show that was made a while ago. And a great we're, podcast. Very funny. Thank you. You're welcome. We're about to have a pretty entertaining guest on there. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. Hope he's handsome. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit next to him for the whole recording, so. Yeah. Me too. If you have any, if, if you would like to talk to us about LMNOP or elementary or anything, join our Discord or tweet us or send a paper airplane and throw it as hard as you can. It'll probably reach us. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Because this marble will keep on rolling. Good burger. Good buggy. <laughs>